0: Greetings, everybody. You're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Liam Douglas, and this is episode 364. In today's episode, I'm going to explain your camera's PSAM dial and what it's used for. Now, first, let me explain that not all cameras have this dial, as none of my current five Fujifilm cameras have one. They're all rangefinder style bodies, so there is no PSAM dial but they are fairly common on most all DSLRs and many of today's mirrorless cameras have them as well. But what is the PSAM dial and what can you do with it in reference to your photography? Well, the PSAM dial is also known as the mode dial on your camera, and it allows you to switch between the different shooting modes, such as aperture priority or manual mode. Now, the full acronym for the PSAM dials is program mode, that's what the P stands for, S is for shutter priority, A is for aperture priority, and M is for manual mode. Now, some cameras also have other slots on this dial, such as C1 through th- C3, or maybe more, depending on the camera, and some even ha- on the entry-level bodies have other modes such as macro and sport. But today, we'll stick with the main ones mentioned a moment ago. Now, I will explain what each mode does for your photography and how they can benefit you and your shooting. So, first up, we have program mode. Now, when you set the dial to the P, you are entering program mode on your camera. But what does this mode do? Well, in program mode, you set the ISO for your exposure and the camera automatically sets the shutter speed and the aperture of the lens. Now, this mode is handy when your main concern is having the ISO at a fixed value to prevent noise in your images or any other time when shutter speed and aperture will not have any negative effect on your final image. Next, we have S, which is shutter priority. The S mode on the dial, of course, stands for shutter priority and means that you set the shutter speed you want to use and the camera sets the ISO and aperture for the exposure. Now, this is a mode you can use when the cameras are when the shutter speed is the most important part of your exposure, such as for sports or to freeze action and wildlife photography, such as shooting hummingbirds. Shutter priority can be so handy when shooting motorsports, which I did a lot of back when I lived in Atlanta, especially NASCAR, IMSA, or super bike racing. And when you're doing that kind of photography, you want to set your shutter speed to one one thousandth or maybe even one two-thousandth of a second so that you can freeze that car as it goes around the track and get tack sharp focus and a beautiful crisp image of that fast moving vehicle. And the same with Hummingbird. If you use a 1 1,000th or a 1 2,000th of a second, you could actually freeze their lightning-fast wings and get all the detail and the little feathers to show up in your images. Now, next, we have aperture priority. The A on the PSAM dial stands for aperture priority. Now, this allows you to choose the aperture of the lens that you want to use for your exposure. When using this mode, the camera will choose the ISO and shutter speed. This mode is handy when you want to maintain a specific depth of field for your images. A good example would be a time when you might want to uh, of a time when you might want to use aperture priority is when shooting portraits, and you want to maintain a consistent look to all of your portrait images. Or with a really wide aperture lens, you can shoot an incredibly low light, and still get that shallow depth of field look that you want. Now, another time that your aperture may be the most important part that you want to control would be landscape photography. In landscape photography, the object is to get everything in the scene in sharp focus. So you're going to want to set that aperture to f8, and then, of course, let the camera set the ISO and shutter speed. Next, we have M or manual mode. The M position on your dial stands for manual mode and is the mode mode used by many professional photographers. Now, in manual mode, you have to do all of the deciding. You choose the ISO, the shutter speed, and the aperture for your exposure. This mode is the preferred mode when you need to have absolute total control of your images and how your exposures look. Now, I'm not saying that you're not a professional photographer if you don't use manual mode, as even many pros prefer to use aperture, or shutter priority, or even program mode. Many new photographers are afraid of manual mode, but if you take the time to learn it and use it in conjunction with your exposure meter built into your camera, it will take away all of your fears about using this mode. When you get to the point where you know your exposure triangle, your ISO aperture and shutter speed, and have have committed it to muscle memory, then using manual mode will be a piece of cake. Okay, now let's talk about another portion of your PSAM dial, and that is custom modes. Now, as I mentioned at the start of this episode, many cameras also include what are known as custom mode settings. What these slots are used for is when you want to save a preferred series of camera settings for quick use when out shooting. So let's say you have a preferred group of settings for outdoor portraits. You can choose those settings, your ISO aperture and shutter speed, and then save them to one of these custom slots on your camera. And you do this in the custom settings menu. Then you might have a different set of exposure settings for outdoor landscapes and another for still, uh, another still for outdoor sports. Now, once you have all of these slots configured and saved, you can quickly jump back to those settings at any time just by turning your PSAM dial to the, co- cu- the corresponding custom mode slot, C1, C2, C3, and so on. So those are all of the main components of your PSM dial, PSAM dial and what they're used for. So hopefully that'll give you a little bit of a better understanding of that dial and how it can benefit your photography. So now let's move on to photo news. DJI is following up its Osmo Action 3 from last year with the new Osmo Action 4. It promises similar performance, but uses a larger sensor to deliver improved image quality. The Osmo Action 3 used a Type 1 to uh, 1, 1. 1.7 sensor, and that is getting an upgrade in the Osmo Action 4 this year, which uses a Type 1, 1. 1.3 sensor without changing the 155 degree field of view. That exact same sensor measurement is unusual, and the only other camera system that seems to use it is the new Air 3 drone, which has two of them. So, given that both these systems are coming from DJI, it's probably reasonable to assume that they're the same sensor. Now, outside of that, for reference, Samsung's Galaxy S20 Ultra used a Type 1 1.33 sensor, which is fairly close to this one. Now, with this new sensor, the Osmo Action 4 will be capable of 4K 120p video, as well as 10-bit D-Log M color. The new sensor is, according to DJI, capable of producing more true-to-life colors and tones, no matter the shooting situation, and even when shooting underwater. Now, my thoughts on this. The new sensor in the Osmo Action 4 does sound exciting. And I like uh, and I like that I uh, might get closer with the Osmo Action 4 to the image quality and video quality of the GoPro Hero series of cameras, which have reigned supreme for many years in the action camera market. Now, I have one of the Osmo Action 3s now, and I was going to pick up a second one, but instead of that, I'm going to wait until the 4 comes out and get one of those and see how it compares to my Hero 11 Black from GoPro. Viltrox 75mm Pro lens. Third-party Chinese lens maker Viltrox has now officially released their popular AF 35mm f1.2 Pro lens for both the Sony E as well as the Nikon Z mounts, in addition to the existing version for the Fujifilm X mount. Now, my thoughts on this, this is a super awesome bit of news for both Sony and Nikon shooters, as this lens is a killer high quality portrait lens with a maximum aperture of f1.2. Now, that aperture makes it super easy to get great images in most any low light situation, especially when shooting weddings or concert photography. Now, the best part is the price did not change at all, being that it's listed as available for 549 dollars on Amazon and Pergear, which is the same price it is for the X-Mount version. And if you want a great lens at f1.2 and don't want to spend thousands of dollars to get one from your camera maker, then the Viltrox is absolutely the answer for you. Real estate agent find for drinking milk. A real estate agent from Canada has been fined fifteen thousand dollars after a surveillance uh, camera caught him drinking milk that belonged to the homeowner. Mike Rose was caught on a ring camera in the city of uh, Kamloops, walking over to the homeowner's fridge, grabbing a carton of milk, and taking a big drink from it before putting it back. The agent said he was unusually dehydrated from a new medication he was put on and was stressed, and he apologized for the incident. Rose has since moved to a new firm, but has agreed to pay the Financial Services Authority twenty thousand Canadian dollars, or fifteen thousand American, plus another one thousand eight hundred seventy-five in enforcement expenses. Now, my thoughts on this: as someone who used to shoot tons of real estate photography when I lived in the Atlanta area, I always made sure I carried snacks and drinks in my car so I could sustain myself, especially. When many of my days were between between 12 and 16 hours long, depending on the time of year, and I'm also diabetic. Now, I also take some medications for pain management that do require that I have something on my stomach in order to take them. So, it was always best practice to have food and drinks handy when I worked in the field all day. So, I thought that was an odd but interesting story, and hopefully, uh, That gentleman has learned his lesson and won't make that kind of mistake again. I mean, when you're a real estate agent, you're considered a trusted member of society. You're the person that a homeowner relies on when they want to sell their home or when they want to buy a home. So it definitely doesn't help the trust level of your profession to be going through your homeowner's house and helping yourself to their stuff, whether it's food or anything else. So hopefully he won't make that mistake again. All right, so that is going to wrap up episode 364 of the Liam Photography Podcast If you like abandoned buildings and history, you can find my projects at ForgottenPiecesOfGeorgia.com and ForgottenPiecesOfPennsylvania.com. All right, as I mentioned a moment ago, that is going to wrap up Liam Photography Podcast, Episode 364, What is the PSM, PSAM Dial 4? I want to thank all of my listeners once again for subscribing, rating, and reviewing in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you might be getting your podcast. If you're not currently a subscriber, why not? doesn't cost you a thing. It only takes a second of your time to hit that subscribe button, and I have a massive catalog of 364 episodes that you can go back and listen to at your leisure. Now, I also wanted to remind you to stop by the Lane Photography YouTube channel, subscribe to the channel, and turn on all notifications. Uh, so, you'll be notified when new videos release. Now, I am going to be doing another contest since the last one failed a bit miserably. I uh, will be holding another contest fairly soon. It'll probably start in September or October um, where we'll do another fairly good size giveaway. It may still be the Viltrox AF75 millimeter lens, or maybe I'll just do a gift card to BH or Adorama or something like that. We'll have to see. Uh, So make sure you're subscribed and tuned into the show each week to find out the details about that new contest when it starts. All right, that's going to wrap up this one. I will see you all again next week.